Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do, and it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm Dr. Amanda Fisher. I am your host. I am a pelvic floor physical therapist and the owner of the clinic Empower Your Pelvis, a pelvic floor physical therapy specialty clinic here in Kansas City, Missouri. So on social media, if you follow us on Instagram on Wednesdays, I do Wellness Wednesdays. Ask me anything, nothing is TMI. So with this Wednesday, I received quite a few questions regarding prolapse. And if you followed me or have followed me for the last so many years, I've been pretty open about my own struggles with prolapse. I developed bladder prolapse, which is called cystocele in our neck of the woods with what we deal with in pelvic floor dysfunction. But I developed bladder prolapse after the birth of my first kiddo. Now, I had a C-section and it was thought, oh, prolapse might just happen with vaginal births. That's what we would think, right? Like we're pushing out babies vaginally, but I was cut open. And to what you may think, contrary to what you may think or believe, you actually have the same increased risk of having a prolapse, whether you have a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. And after my first baby, I really didn't take the time to get my body strength and stability and function back. I got my release from my doctor at my, I don't know if it was six, seventh, eighth week checkup after having my cesarean first baby. And I went straight out and hit the pavement instead of me being like, you know, I'm going to ease into this run. I did what any competitive person would probably do who used to run. And I was like, I'm going to go out for a three mile run. Who else? Like, why wouldn't I? Right. And I went out for my three mile run. And it was after that run that I started feeling pressure vaginally pressure, like something was down there, something was sticking in there. And it was very uncomfortable. I didn't sit right. It seems like if I was up all night with my baby, I would have more pressure early in the morning. If we weren't all up all night, which I don't know what night that would have been, but we, I tended to have that pressure later in the evening if it didn't start out earlier in the day. And with that pressure, it took me some time to recover from it. And it was a lot of trial and error where I would have discomfort down there with certain activities that I probably shouldn't have been doing and running. I was still trying to run or do box jumps or jump rope because that's what I saw people on social media doing after they had babies. And I wasn't putting into account that I myself was not invincible. I thought I could handle it because I was a pelvic floor PT. I thought I knew what I was doing. But long story short, I didn't take the steps necessary to build my strength or stability up to get myself back into those high impact activities. And now we know, I think it was like a year ago, and this is, you know, I'm recording this fall of 2022, but we knew 
as of last year, I believe, a study came out saying, you know, when your increased risk, your most increased risk for having prolapse is those first six months after having a baby. And I wish I would have really realized that or known that, you know, nine, 10 years ago after the birth of my first kiddo. And someone reached out on this wellness Wednesday and asked, okay, I have a prolapse after a vaginal baby number one birth. Do I have to have a C-section next? The answer is no. It really depends how in-depth your prolapse is, what kind of prolapse you have. Most often when people deliver vaginally and have a bad grade tear with their first birth, they don't technically have that with their second. So these are definitely conversations you want to have with your provider um, before getting pregnant or even during pregnancy about what your plan is. And someone, another person asked, what grade is your prolapse, Amanda? My prolapse was a grade two after my first baby. And then it actually was more of a grade three after the birth of my third kiddo. I've had three C-sections. My prolapse showed up after all three of them. Took me about 10 months to get improvement in my prolapse after the first one. After my second baby, it took me about 14 months to see improvement. But after my third baby, now I had kids aging age four, two, and zero, and a husband that traveled, I was basically solo parenting, running up my own business and taking care of my kids. I had my prolapse around closer to 26, 27 months postpartum. I remember it improving right before COVID happened, March, 2020. I remember really having my symptoms be gone February, 2020, and I gave birth December, 2017. So if that gives you any idea, it took longer and longer after each birth of my kiddo. So if that gives you any idea too, like after six weeks, things were not good or great with my pelvic floor. It really took a long time of healing and doing the right activities and slowing down and not putting a lot of high intensity work down there because my pelvic floor was not ready for that. So everybody's birth journey is different. Everybody's pregnancies are different and everybody's postpartum journeys are different. So keep that in mind. And if you're dealing with prolapse, reach out. Um, These are things that we work with on our membership program with people that come in to go over what exercise work well to improve a prolapse what questions you can ask a provider, who can diagnose you for a prolapse. These are all things we go over and you're more welcome to definitely ask those on our Wellness Wednesdays that we have. Thank you all for joining in to this week's episode, a little bit about prolapse and our Wellness Wednesday questions and can't wait to answer more in the future. Have a great day, guys. Hey, Pelvic Posse. I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse.